0: Hello, you're listening to Mock Footage. These two pals really like movies, but one of them hasn't seen very many, okay? Our hosts won't be using any nasty language, so you can share this with your grandma. And they will be
1: discussing major plot details, so here's your dang spoiler warning.
2: Hi, everybody. My name is Joseph Langlois, and this week, We are discussing Sam Raimi's 2002 Spider-Man.
1: My name is Ray Gervoso, and from what I can tell, he can do whatever a spider can.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that a spider can do that also a Spider-Man can do, for instance? He he can jump. All right. I'm terrified by the concept of a, a spider jumping. I know they exist, but I... I didn't know that was a common thing for spiders, but go on.
1: Um, he can envenom you. Um, he
2: oh he he has poison.
1: Yeah, he can carry babies on his back.
2: <laughs> okay, just like um, spiders do.
1: Uh, he can wrap you in a web and then eat you for dinner.
2: Mm-hmm. And suck all of your blood out. That's see, that's the one thing that. People don't really talk about a lot when they talk about Spider Man as all the desiccated carcasses he leaves behind.
1: He has to feed, he needs sustenance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I a mean, burger won't be enough.
2: That's the price of superhero dumb baby. It's just uh, dried with... out raisin raisin like corpses.
1: That's why Uncle Ben says to him, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm hmm. And
2: he never takes that responsibility. He never cleans up his messes.
1: Nope. Never. So,
2: who's Uncle Ben, Ray? What's, what's the plot of Spider-Man?
1: Okay, the plot of Spider-Man. Sam Raimi's 2002 Spider-Man mm-hmm. features Tobey Maguire as the titular Spider-Man, Peter Parker. He's a nerd. Um, he's a weak, skinny little nerd. And on a school trip to the science center <laughs> in New York, uh, he... <laughs> Gets what? bit how by how old is he? He's a teenager.
2: Okay. And on a school trip to the science center in New York.
1: Mm-hmm. He gets bit by a radioactive spider. The next day he learns that he is now buff and also has spider powers. Slowly okay. yet surely. Um and then His Uncle Ben dies because he didn't stop a robber when he could have. And then he learns about great power becoming great responsibility. Right. And then uh, he tries to woo Mary Jane. And then Green Goblin's son is his friend, but then they stop being friends. And then William DeFoe dies, and then the Green Goblin becomes a problem. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: so I, I appreciate you rattling off everything that you can remember about this movie. But rather than doing that, I want you to tell me what happens. I want you to tell me the plot of the movie. How do all these so, things connect? Who's so, Uncle Ben? Okay. Who's Mary Jane? What kind of spider powers?
1: Sorry, I'm just assuming everybody knows like uh-huh. the usual Spider-Man words. But you you're tried right. to get
2: away with this last week too for Incredibles. I need you to tell me okay. what happens.
1: <laughs> So, after going to school, to the trip, he gained spider powers, and his, his Uncle Ben and Aunt May are the people he lives with. Sure. And now, like how, I, I, want you to,
2: I want you to tell me about the spider powers. Does he, like, all of a sudden, like, spontaneously start shooting web out of his hands? Or, like, does he... How does he discover that he has
1: the powers? Are they invasive? What happens? Um, it's... A little comedic. Uh, At some point, he sticks to a wall and can't get off of it because his fingy nails are stuck—or not nails, God. Oh God, (laughs) his fingertips are stuck to the wall. Uh, You know, adhesive, like because of spider. Um, He real he at some point he jump. (laughs) He Uh just jump. Jump like
2: jump real high. Yeah, on accident.
1: yeah, the web stuff he actually makes himself and he okay. has to test it a couple times. His uh, web and it come doesn't out work the first few times.
2: It just comes out of his hands or what?
1: Yeah, there's a little pump action whoosh on it. You know, you press it and then it shoots out.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Um,. His, he gets Spidey Sense. Spidey Sense is is, is a, uh-oh, I feel bad. There's something bad about to happen feeling. Uh, that's how he runs into his first villain. He gets Spidey Sense and then has to, like, figure out how to beat the bad guy. Um, If you're about to ask me who is it, it's I need to pick a random villain. Hold on. Because it can't be Kingpin. That's too much.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And it's not Doc Ock. Doc Ock is Spider-Man 2.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, Isn't there a lizard boy?
2: Probably. What's his name?
1: Uh, the lizard boy's name is Bioware. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Um. <laughs> so Spider-Man fights Bioware, the lizard boy, after discovering him.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he robbed a bank, and this time, uh, instead of not doing anything and letting people die like his uncle Ben, he decides to take action. I and see. he buys a random mask from a store right nearby and puts it on. And like, mm-hmm. he doesn't have the rest of the costume yet, right? But he but he puts on the mask. Okay. Um. So he he learns to hone his powers uh, at school. There is Mary Jane, who is his love interest, uh, who is also, oh God, what's a Green Goblin's son's name? Yeah, what it's is like, it? It's like, it's like Owen or something. It's Owen, and some who name. is he played by? James Franco. Uh-huh. I think, actually. Yeah. Um, and they're friends, but then their, their rivalry for Mary Jane, um, makes them not be friends anymore. Okay. Um, meanwhile, Owen's dad, played by William Defoe, becomes a Green Goblin because he's doing weird science experiments, and then he gets this weird comic book stuff happens, and oh. <laughs> he becomes a Green Goblin. Like wh-
2: he's so he's doing science experiments because what's his motivation? Why is why is he Green Goblin?
1: Um, he's trying to sell, um. Uh, chemical weapons to to people.
2: Okay, and so he's demonstrating their potency, or
1: yeah, he has to sh- show his buyers that it actually works. So he I feel has like to that test it.
2: really, like, kind of yeah. takes away the the hidden identity portion of. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I'm this man, and I want to sell you cool weapons, and look, there's the Green Goblin. Not me, totally not me, using my weapons, but look how effective they are.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when you put unknown chemicals and substances into your body, some things happen.
2: Sure, sure, sure. Uh, oh, and- okay, so he's he's been affected by the... The chemical weapons. Oh, okay. And yes,
1: he slowly starts to lose his mind and becomes the green so goblin. He persona just transforms.
2: Throughout. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's throughout the movie. And the movie climaxes in a green goblin fight. And then um, James Franco Owen picks up the green goblin mask. And that hints to him becoming the, the actual real green goblin that Spider Man will constantly face in the future. So after Spider Man kills the green goblin. Well, he doesn't kill him directly, but you know how like the hero is doing a thing, and then the villain is being like super hyper focused and doesn't realize something bad is about to happen. Right, and then Spider Man jumps away and doesn't save him because he's the bad guy. (laughs) Right. Uh, Now he falls to his
2: death. You made him. You made. You made it sound like the, the old man Owen's dad like turned into the Green Goblin like through chemical changes and Mm -hmm. then you said that owen picked up his mask so i need to know what's happening here because i really hope it's not just that his skin sloughed off when he died
1: no he has a green goblin mask he has he has a mask of a green goblin
2: okay when he becomes a green
1: goblin
2: and also his body
1: changed to goblin-esque form um, a little bit. He becomes a little skittery. Okay. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> so Peter's Peter's superpowers made him buff and strong, and Goblin's superpowers made him a weak nerd.
1: <laughs> Not a weak nerd! A skittery Goblin! Goblins <laughs> <Okay>. are terrifying. <laughs> okay. Don't underestimate Goblins. That's how they'll get you. Yeah. I That's mean, not a joke. Yeah. Listen to the cryptid keeper.
2: Goblins can be good or bad, but overall they are skittery and terrifying.
1: <laughs> In Spider-Man lore, they're skittery and terrifying.
2: Um. Okay, and then so what happens with uh, Mary Jane?
1: Um. She ends up uh, with Peter uh, at the end of the movie, and they kiss. They kiss. They kiss. How? Um, he's upside down uh, as Spider-Man, and she takes off that half of the mask and kisses him. It's stupid. It's stupid. I'm pretty sure this happens at some point in the trilogy.
2: So so she's kissing Spider-Man. Does she know it's Peter Parker?
1: Oh. I think she has an inkling, but doesn't have confirmation. I see.
2: So she's dating Spider-Man, but not Peter Parker.
1: I think she's just kissing folks.
2: Kind of an opposite. She, oh, you think she's just kissing folks?
1: I think she thinks it's him, and so goes for the kiss. She's just liberated. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what do you do when uh, a hot Spider-Man saves you? You kiss him. You gotta, gotta give him a smoochie. That's why um, Mr. Jameson is so mad he doesn't get a kiss from Spider-Man. Mm. after being saved Mm. because he had to run Yeah. what am I even saying anymore tell me
2: about that guy tell me about Mr. Jameson tell me his full name and who he's played by Uh,
1: Mr. Jameson is played by probably actually William Defoe I don't know anything about William Defoe let me look up an actor actors (laughs) (laughs) um let me see. Oh, I would love to see Tom Cruise is Tom, Cruise, Tom Cruise
2: runs the paper, which is called what?
1: I almost said the planet. That's, Sp- that's Superman. It's the, the Daily? Mm, yeah, that's part of it. No, there's more.
2: There's a little bit more. It's a chip. It's a chip snack. It's not the Daily Funyun, it's not the Daily Cheeto, you you have one
1: guess. (laughs) 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 There's so much. I'm, it's a chip?
2: Yeah, it could be the Daily Goldfish, it could be the Daily Dorito. (laughs) What, what, what could it be?
1: Well, here's the thing, I'm blanking on every single chip brand. I need more chips in my brain. The my brain shut off. There's no chips anymore.
2: Okay, so the so Tom Cruise plays Daily Planet, Mister Jameson. yes, who runs the the Daily Planet, planet. planet. for now.
1: It's the Daily Planet.
2: Uh the Daily Combo, and <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna change every time, isn't it?
2: And he, how, what, what's his full name and what's his, like, why is he, why is he important to the story at all?
1: John, John Jameson, John something Jameson. And if you're going to ask me what it is, it's like Johansson. Uh huh. Um, John
2: Johansson Jameson.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, he is Peter's uh boss because Peter also works for the newspaper taking pictures. Okay, so he's time. a
2: photographer for the newspaper. Yes.
1: And Jameson in the movie, he doesn't play a large role, but his usual role is yelling at Spider-Man to get picture or er, yelling at Peter to take pictures of Spider-Man because mm-hmm. they want to out Spider-Man and find out who he is because he doesn't like Spider-Man. Right. Um and that happens like once in the movie, and that's about He doesn't it. like Spider-Man. There are no, people that don't a, like Spider-Man. Why not? He's a vigilante. Oh,
2: he doesn't. He doesn't answer to the cops. Good.
1: Yes. Correct.
2: And that's what that's that's what the that's the word on everybody's lips is Spider Man. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine?
1: No. <laughs> Could I imagine people walking around and saying, "Oh my God, Spider Man!" Did you see Spider Man? Oh my god, I got rescued by Spider-Man the other day. He dropped me off at the cafe. It's like he knew I needed to go there. Sandman almost blasted me. It was disgusting. Sandman. Who's that? That's the villain from the third movie, and he doesn't get enough credit. (laughs) Oh, You're absolutely right about that. Oh my gosh.
2: (laughs) Alright, um... I think that I think that we're pretty much wrapped up. I'm trying to find some more stuff. What what does Peter drive?
1: Um, he, are are mini coops around? No, he's on a... uh, he's not he doesn't drive. He's on a uh, not a moped. He's on a scooter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: <sighs> All right. All right, Ray. I think we're gonna call it. Um, what was your favorite line from the movie?
1: My favorite line from the movie is by Green Goblin, and he says, I don't need you webbing me.
2: <laughs> is that what he sounds like?
1: Uh, n- that's what I sound like. I don't need like. you webbing me right now. He sounds like <laughs> Weevil Underwood. <laughs> I don't Head need off. you webbing me right now, Spider-Man.
2: <laughs> All right, let's go eat some popcorn and watch this flick.
1: <laughs> okay. Now how did these spiders get into my <laughs> popcorn? Oh no, I hate that. I'm sorry about that, everybody. But while you're here, how about I tell you about some podcasts on the Lunar Light Studio Network. The first one is Artificial Ghost Radio. It's a Sisyphean music recommendation podcast hosted by Quizkeeper Miles Lazarus and tomb dwellers Mars Garbayo. Every other week, they challenge each other to find songs based on completely arbitrary themes and discuss them while making goofs along the way. Then they spin the Wheel of Discord! Wheel of Discord. To talk about a random song from the Challengers Library. Any song. Doesn't matter. Any, any, any song. You can find Artificial Ghost Radio every other Saturday on LunarLightStudio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. I also want to talk to you about uh, one of the newer podcasts on the network, I Can Fix That. Have you ever seen a movie or played a game and thought to yourself, I bet I could totally do better? Us too. On I Can Fix That, co-hosts Red Van Buskirk and Haley Rose talk about all manner of media and how we would make it better while also pushing for more LGBT plus representation. Join us as well as a guest every other Friday as we prove that I Can Fix That. Available on Lunar Light Studio or wherever you get your podcasts. I think that should do it. I picked all of the spiders out of my popcorn and now I am free to eat this free of arachnids. Okay, let's go watch the movie. Bye! Hi, Ray. Hi.
2: So we just watched Spider-Man 2002.
1: Uh, yeah, we did. It was a sticky one.
2: It was there. It was pretty sticky. Was a lot of a lot of. Webs. You know
1: what it was is that Peter, not B. Parker, was stuck in a web of lies that he spun himself. Uh, yes. Yeah. And he he was his own downfall at the end. Yeah, he died. And the villain won. No, he emotionally lost. I'm so mad at him. I'm so mad at him, Joe. I don't
2: know. I, it made sense. He was he was very meek.
1: He was very meek. And the whole oh. time he's like I love MJ. And then at the very end he's like the people I love are getting hurt. I can't love anyone anymore or we'll mm-hmm. they'll get hurt. And I I I I, I, I. And mm-hmm. I'm like no. <laughs> and I was yeah. mad.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: He didn't even give MJ a choice. <laughs> he I was could upset. at least be
2: like hey MJ, um I'm Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Man. I know, you know, we all, like, everyone knows. It's, it's okay. a mess. You'll but probably get in trouble if you're cool with that. That's why can't hang out, like, because literally everybody that is close to me keeps getting hurt and almost dying, and you've almost died three times, and some of those times were because of me, like, actually. Right. So And I think after explaining it to her that way, she'd probably be like, yeah, okay. Um, that maybe makes sense. when you maybe when I did you retire. have my wife threatened because of being your friend. so right. let's let's cool, let's cool it for a bit.
1: <laughs> Did't even say it though. It was just like, I will always care for you as a friend. Yeah, and as I'm a friend. so mad at you, He's Peter like, Parker. it's
2: 2002. I'm going to zone you. Uh,
1: <laughs> I flashed back to 2002 <laughs> where there was Friendster in my space and I had none of those. No, I don't know what you're talking about. You've never heard of Friendster?
2: I've heard of it, but I don't think it's real. It's real. I don't think it's real. I've seen my siblings use it. You're... I don't think they did. I think it's. I think. I think Gen X is gaslighting us.
1: <laughs> you want to give me a plot of this movie before sure. we get off topic even more?
2: Uh, Peter fault. Parker. Hmm.
1: Boy okay. detective.
2: Peter Parker is a nerd. He's a wimpy little nerd in high school.
1: So he, he's a wimpy little nerd. He's a wimpy he Little like. nerd. I'm Toby McGuire and I play Peter Parker in the Spider Man movies. Uh
2: Sorry, I, I even yell softly.
1: <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, <laughs> stop. <laughs> He's so meek. Anyway, go ahead.
2: He's so meek. Um and he goes on a school trip. Uh, and he gets bit by a radioactive spider and he gets spider powers and then he he discovers what they are uh, and then he goes to an underground wrestling ring (laughs) where he is dubbed the Spider-Man so he can make some money. He's there to make money.
1: He called himself the human spider. He called himself the, the worst... human
2: spider. But the MC was like, That's stupid. You're gonna be the spider you're the you're the amazing spider man now. And, and he was, was like fantastic. No, I'm the human spider.
1: <laughs> no, it was quieter than that. Yeah, he's like <laughs> No. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, his best friend, who's rich, is named Harry Osborne, and his dad, Norman Osborne, is a, an inventor, scientist, businessman who's developing tech that is being sold to the government army. Um, and then he goes through business difficulties and decides that he needs to test the tech on himself, and then he becomes the Green Goblin. Um, but not all at once. The Green Goblin kind of, like, possesses him. Um, at least that's how it's portrayed in the movie. And he slowly loses his grip and becomes super-powered and has a bunch of, like, gadgets and guns and bombs and stuff. Glider! Um, and, a, and a glider. That's also an important part of the, the Green Goblin's whole thing. The
1: Green Glider!
2: The Green Glider. That's what they call it. Um, and then... A lot of people get killed, uh, and a lot of people get bombed, and Spider-Man saves a bunch of them, and then uh, he defeats the Green Goblin at the end.
1: So my plot from the opening, yeah. honestly, your plot <laughs> yeah. is
2: better than better than anything I can do in less than two minutes. <laughs> um,
1: the best part was yeah. wrestling in Aunt May. That's it. That those are the two things that that stand out to this in this movie.
2: Uncle Ben's really good in this movie. But he dies. This is the only movie that he's really good in cuz and every that's that's the one thing. So, after this mm-hmm. this trilogy came out and they started making more Spider-Man movies, I kind of bristled 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 brushed. I kind of bristled at the new ones because I was like, this is the definitive trilogy. These are this is the Spider-Man movies and I have I have loosened my views on. It really <laughs> <thin>. <laughs> but this is, to my knowledge, this is the only movie that like really gives Uncle Ben as much screen time as it does mm-hmm. and like gives him the whole backstory because everything after now assumes you know about Uncle Ben and assumes you know uh-huh. like the whole thing that happened with Uncle Ben and how he was he was killed by an armed gunman that Peter Parker let go uh for one reason or another for one reason or another um it was it was a pretty it was a pretty cowardly thing to do um and he thought he was being big and tough but he was really being a coward and because of that uncle ben died and we don't see that whole backstory in other iterations of spider-man um because it's assumed that you know what's going to happen. And all that's really important is that you get the line with great power comes great responsibility.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, it's taken for granted a lot, but it's taken for
2: granted a lot, but it, it's I, a
1: big part of Spider-Man's backstory. Yeah, and lore. I really is love,
2: it? I really love the, the family stuff in the beginning of the movie yes. with, with uncle Ben and aunt May and Peter Parker.
1: Aunt May is very good. Aunt May is usually the best part of most Spider-Man. We never
2: know what happened to his parents. Nope. I don't know if he was adopted or, like... Did they die? Yeah. Did, Did they, they leave die? Him? Did they le- Yeah, what, what, I don't know. Are they lost
1: start. in an island somewhere? We don't know. We don't know. Did they get Batmaned Like, we don't, we don't mm-hmm. know any of it.
2: But it's, it's not important, which is also, I think, kind of good.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's this version of Spider-Man too. Yes. So, because there are other, there are other versions with There's both. So parents. many
2: for every for every medium for every okay. <laughs> comic run, there is there another is a, version. <laughs> there is a
1: universe of Spider-Man. You might even call it a Spider Verse. of You could sorts. call it that. Yes, I'm excited for more Spider Verse. I'm gonna yeah. say that now. Yes, i watched it. Uh, We're not going to cover it on this podcast, unfortunately. I watched it five times in theaters. I watched it alone. That was the first movie I watched alone in theaters, and it was a joy. Anyway, (laughs) this isn't about Spider-Verse. It's not about Spider-Verse,
2: unfortunately. It's
1: about 2002 Spider-Man by Sam Raimi. Um... So... Everyone's annoying. Who was... (laughs) j jonah jameson played by jk simmons not tom hanks or whoever i said editor of the daily i never said but it's bugle
2: the daily bugle
1: (laughs) i'm so upset jk simmons is is very good
2: yeah like i would say
1: memorable he like he says his lines in a way that just string together but it's not a mess of information yeah he uh, he sounds like the head of a big business yeah he's very
2: fast talking but it's not nonsense he gets a lot of information delivered to you very efficiently yes
1: and he's very hard on peter and does not like spider-man uh, mm-hmm. but there is, and you mentioned this during the movie when the Green Goblin comes and attacks the Bugle and demands to find to know who the photographer is for Spider-Man. Jameson mm-hmm. doesn't reveal that information and protects yeah. Peter. Uh, yeah,
2: like Jameson is hard on Peter the whole time, and, and you're kind of rooting against him at first, but um, you can tell like in that moment that he's not he's not a dirtbag. No, he's he's chasing a story, and he has his biases, but he's not gonna he's not gonna he's, sell out Peter to right. see his own. He's skin. not
1: gonna sell out this kid who works for him, right? Because right. he's not a bad bad guy. Yeah, w- w- despite the fact that he doesn't like Spider Man, that people cannot like Spider Man. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Surprisingly,
2: what would you think of the what you think of the trolley problem? <laughs>
1: That oh, was great, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so he's going to save both of them, obviously. Yes. Like, there was no tension whatsoever for me. Because <laughs> I'm like, he has two hands.
2: Yeah. Well, and then the go- the Green Goblin just kept coming back for, like, more passes to, like, disrupt him a little bit and make him, like, slip a little bit more and slip he- a
1: little bit more. Literally, the Green Goblin could have just killed him right there. Yeah. Um, but also then, the green goblin loves toying with him. Yes, is the thing. He's and a actually, silly guy. He says stuff like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically." <laughs> um, and that's like the big climax of the movie too. Yeah, where Spider-Man saves a trolley full of children and Mary Jane, mm-hmm. while onlookers on what I assume is the Brooklyn Bridge are there and also pelting food at the green goblin because yeah. they decided to rally towards spider-man who is trying to save a trolley of children mm-hmm. gee I wonder who would they would who they would root for yeah did you know that Harry is annoying <laughs> when I said yeah. everyone's annoying Harry is particularly annoying because he's a rich kid but he also doesn't want to be re- recognized as rich but also he's using his family's influence he's yeah a mess
2: yeah he's like he's like he like idolizes his dad yeah um
1: it's weird but also doesn't at the same time it's weird he's a wuss i mean he doesn't he's gonna be the green goblin we and that's it He's going to become the Green Goblin. That's it. That he was Peter's best friend and now he's not. <laughs> yeah.
2: And well and he thinks that Spider-Man killed his dad because Spider-Man was like leaving him at home. Mhm. Uh, and
1: it's a whole And thing. It's...
2: MJ loves Peter, but Harry tried to date her. I don't know. I didn't understand that at all. Like
1: it was so high school. Is Harry, the thing.
2: yeah. <laughs> Harry and MJ were were dating for for a good t- portion of the movie, but. It didn't seem like MJ was ever
1: happy about that. And Harry knew that Peter liked MJ yes. the whole time. Yeah. So, like, that's not a good friend right Well, I there. mean, they
2: both liked MJ, and, like, you know... I guess. The, like, if... Uh, it's not up to Harry to, like, back off because Peter has dibs. No, but
1: he should have told him that he they were dating. He should have told him,
2: and also mj was not into harry like for even a second nope like she's like i'm gonna go on a date i'm going to dinner with my boyfriend do you want to come peter do you want right. to come hang out with peter, us Peter? do you
1: want to come on our date like three <laughs> times hey i would love to get a burger let's get one together on my date like yeah you owe me a burger buy me a burger at my date you can come <laughs> <laughs> and Peter's like, no, no, I'm no. not coming to your date with Harry. No, no, no uh, I'm sorry. No, MJ, no, MJ, I don't want to, I'll buy you a burger, $7.94 <laughs> or whatever he said.
2: Who is your favorite character in this movie?
1: I've said Aunt May's name yes. like six times. She's yeah. very good. She's very strong emotionally and is... She's really funny, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Now. Also, it's a problem for me. I can't, I am slightly biased because all I could think of was Haley Rose's Aunt May in the from, in the Man Spider Man dub, Man dub which yeah. did. But the thing is, it was kind of the same. It was a very similar energy. They were very similar. Yeah. It was yeah. weird, like. But I still enjoyed Amé by because herself here.
2: Because this Aunt is also like, I'm not going to take any of your garbage. Like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I know everyone else in this room is buying each other's bullcrap, but not me. She's like, Harry, <laughs> shut
1: up. Don't be mean to MJ.
2: Um, uh, she's now, good. this one, I think, is going to be tough. And I don't normally ask this question, but who d- in this movie do you think gave the best performance?
1: The Green Goblin. Willem Dafoe? As he the Green to- Goblin. Yeah, yeah.
2: Specifically. Well, I think I, th- I really well, liked it was the both, scene you know, where he was like in the, mirror. In the mirror. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah and he was I like switching
2: that. between the Green Goblin and Norman, and you could see the Green Goblin see- uh, con- seizing more and more control. Yeah.
1: Well, I didn't like Norman. But I like the Green Goblin. I thought Norman was fine for like, you know, for like,
2: rich businessman daddy with a rich boy son like that. You was not the, the worst for that for that trope? Like he was. I feel like he was pretty good. Like he he had a respect for Peter, and That's he was true. like he. I don't I don't I don't think that he was too egregious, and his biggest issue was that he he got backstabbed by his board of directors. Again, it was a bunch of people that made decisions or behind somebody else's back without telling them. Yeah. Um, and he was a little bit, he was a little bit too attached to his business because if you know, like, he sacrificed, he, he, he did a, he did an unsafe test and then he became the green goblin because of that. And also killed one of his scientists. Mm-hmm. Um
1: that's fair i but
2: as a person like just as a as a dude i thought norman was fine
1: yeah but then he yelled about women (laughs) that i think that was the goblin i bet it might have been the goblin i think that was the goblin
2: um but you know maybe he was carrying around some resentment some spite like deep in the darkest part of his heart but I think that was the goblin coming through because he that he said that scene he went off like that after he noticed Peter's scratch which he had given to Spider-Man as the Green Goblin
1: that's true yeah
2: and then he was like in a huff he's like I gotta go I, I gotta I gotta leave and then he went off on Harry about MJ being
1: just to hurt him
2: <laughs> somebody to get come after his money
1: Mm-hmm. so anyway. yeah anyway no, it was Willem um, Dafoe was the best performance. Willem Dafoe. For me. The only, Although, yeah. I really, sorry, enjoyed Kirsten Dunst as MJ also. Yeah, she was fun. She was fun. Like, she was just fun. Yeah. So, but I feel like there wasn't enough of MJ being, like, a character. There wasn't so. enough
2: sides of her. She, yeah. was, she was pretty
1: one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But what she had for MJ was and it was good what she had was good for what she had yeah
2: now another character that was one-dimensional that was very good was J Jonah Jameson yes I thought well even he wasn't totally one-dimensional because you would have expected him to sell out beater or you know to just be a slime ball but But he didn't he didn't Um,
1: and it was such a small detail yeah like they didn't didn't even
2: mention it didn't have enough screen time to compete with the foe because, and here's the thing we haven't not mentioned Toby Maguire or James Franco. Is that, is it, was it
1: him? Yes. Here's, okay. the, it's fine. They did fine. I, it was fine.
2: <laughs> that both of them is okay. James they Franco didn't, mumbled his lines a lot. I know, which I think fits for Harry, but it was not compelling.
1: No, <laughs> um. There was something about Toby Toby, <laughs> Toby Maguire's cadence and speech patterns in this movie that was off-putting for me. Yes, I agree. And that's not like a dig at Toby Maguire. It just didn't mesh well with the movie.
2: It used to be my opinion that Toby Maguire made a good Peter Parker, and Andrew Garfield, Garfield. made a good Spider-Man, but not Peter Parker. And that Tom Holland is good at both, does both really well. I don't even know if Toby McGuire is a good Peter Parker anymore. Oh no <laughs>
1: Well, it feels like I feel like we didn't get enough. Well, the point is is that Peter Parker and Spider-Man are the same, right? And both Spider-Man and Peter Parker were very meek in this movie. Like Spider-Man was more outgoing. Yes. than peter but he still it still felt restrained like he was still holding back
2: right and
1: like i said even the the only the only times that
2: i really bought it and there were a few of them which was cool but was when like when he was like web swinging and he would like scream he was like like all that stuff like that was like that felt like he was like actually free and like actually like Mm -hmm. having a good time but Like, whenever he was, like, yelling or, you know, trying to get someone's attention or, like, having banter with the Green Goblin, like, I never, I never bought it. It
1: it felt like it wasn't, yeah, it didn't feel like it was supposed to be there. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Anyway. Anyway. What was your favorite scene? Or which one do you find the most memorable?
1: I really like the Thanksgiving scene. Okay. Um... Just because we got all the main characters in one spot. Yeah. Uh, and it was just tense and awkward the whole time, was. which was fun. That's why I didn't like it. Like, oh, I loved cause that, it because I knew it was supposed to be awkward I that's and I what loved Thanksgiving it. Thanksgiving
2: is like, right? Uh-huh. Like you get everyone together and yeah. they... A and lot then of everybody, stuff everybody starts
1: yelling just... and Aunt May's there like, everyone shut up. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I really like that scene, because we yeah. got most of the main cast in one room and they got to interact for a little bit.
2: Yeah. Well, Ray, I think that about does it for us. Would you recommend watching this film
1: to somebody who had never seen it before? I didn't even consider that question. <laughs> it's because I was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not super memorable. It's the thing. It... It's wild how much I... I
2: used to really like this movie a lot. Well, here's and... the thing. I
1: remembered a lot of it, but I think that's because Spider-Man lore is pretty standard. You know? Yeah. This didn't do anything to break the mold as much. The wrestling well, scene... Well, it made the mold, you know? Well, Look, like... there's the comics, I mean. you know, yeah, I, but... I know of the comics and the cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the movie franchises, this set the standard for the exactly. movies. But I already knew about it from the cartoons and the comics, so you know, I for me, it's not as groundbreaking. Sure, I, yeah, I think that if I think that if you
2: miss this one, that you don't really need to go back for it.
1: The thing is, we have to see Doc Ock. We got the yeah, problem, see,
2: that, and that's that's the thing is, I I do remember the second one being really good and mm-hmm. the third one being god-awful so like and i'm the kind of person who's like if you're gonna want to watch one you gotta watch the whole trilogy generally speaking i don't know if i
1: would is this our new predator
2: no No.
1: we're not not doing that just because Uh, uh, i
2: can't watch the third one i can't do that i can't do an episode on it Okay,
1: that's fine. We can watch the second one. No, I, see,
2: I can't watch two of the three. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> okay, fine. It's a standalone. Feature. We should have just done Spider Man Two instead of doing Spider Man. We should have just
1: done Into the Spider Verse.
2: <laughs> oh well. Sorry for the disappointing episode, everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel fulfilled? Did we did we do all the 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 check boxes for you? Yeah, I mean I can upload an episode this
2: week, so we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <sighs>
2: thank you so much for listening, everybody, and thank you, Ray, for watching this movie with me.
1: Thank you, and I'd also like to thank Chongo for the use of the song "Hat of Serenity" off of his album "Hat Shop." You can find it on his Bandcamp. Thank you also to Haley Rose for the opening. We can't start this episode without you. Mm -hmm. And thank you to Ross Gerson for the use of art. It's beautiful. I love it. And finally, thank you to Lunar Light Studio for for being a house for us, for letting (laughs) us live there.
2: Uh, Folks, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Mock Footage with suggestions of which movies you'd like to hear about. You can send an email to mock at gmail.com. If you have a longer message that you'd like to send to us. Um, And if you would so kindly, please leave a review for us on iTunes or Pinecast uh, so that we can read it on the show and that we can know what y'all feel about us and what you're thinking. Um, We, especially if you can leave a a five-star rating, even, even, even if you don't have time to write a review, but if you just want to leave a five-star rating on iTunes, we would love to see that. Uh, to help us get a little bit more visibility and let the show keep growing. And of course, keep telling your friends, keep telling your grandmas, keep telling your Aunt Mays. They need to hear this show. So thank you once again for joining us. And Ray, what was our favorite line from the movie?
1: Our favorite line from the movie was Aunt May praying and the Green Goblin telling her to finish it. (laughs) (laughs) Finish it! Finish it! It was so oh, silly. It was
2: rough. it was that was that was terrifying. <laughs> that was
1: the worst.
0: Lunar light Studio.
2: Pretty, witty, and gay.
0: Hi, Ray and Marble. Hey, Hello. So I've been watching this great anime that I wanted to talk to you about. What is it
1: called?
0: It's called Yu-Gi-Oh! And we've already been talking about it on the Deck of Friendship podcast.
1: Oh, you mean the podcast we do about game-based friendship animes? Yeah,
0: we're the first season, we're covering Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1, and we'll move on to sh- series like Bakugan and Digimon and Fighting Foodons and Dinosaur King and all sorts of other anime that focus on friendship as a core theme and are based on a physical game. It's a, wi- it's a wild concept for a podcast, and th- we're doing it.
1: Yeah, and we talk about those themes and how they pertain to these games and how you should use friendship and working together to overcome obstacles. Not only do we cover important aspects of the shows themselves like friendship, togetherness, socialism,
0: and more, but we also get to the important questions. What happened to Grandpa? Is the heart of the cards cheating? What would your Millennium item be? So you want us to make our own Millennium items? Mine is the Millennium Estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you win. Legit answer, I would either want like a millennium
1: piercing
0: or a millennium tattoo.
1: Ooh. Now this might inform you a lot about me as a person, but I'd like a millennium fork. <laughs> <laughs> somehow,
0: Ray, somehow I knew. I but knew. It-
1: it doesn't do what you think it does, is a thing.
0: Oh, so it's like a tuning fork.
1: Yeah. Ooh. I need to figure out the details and where the eye goes, because every millennium item has an eye mm-hmm, somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Is that a thing? I think so. Well now so. I feel like I got a short the short end of the stick since I
0: picked a millennium copy of Scorpion King 2 Rise of the Warrior specifically on Blu-ray. <laughs>
1: Hey, there's a bunch of uses for that one. Yeah, there's a
0: there's a <laughs> lot of power in that disc.
1: Whoever watches it, their soul gets sucked into the video, and they have to live that movie. <laughs> this is getting
0: this windy. is getting wild.
1: A little bit.
0: So where where can this podcast be found?
1: Deck of Friendship can be found on the Lunar Light Studio Network,
0: or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, or in the Shadow Realm. Or in the Shadow Realm. <laughs>